0: Welcome to Many Magical Tales, short stories for kids by Christopher Durr. Thank you for joining us on another adventure. Greetings, I'm Atlas Gray a 14-year-old on a momentous mission from Earth. I'm the sole awakened human on the starship Odyssey, accompanied only by Cosmo, our slightly needy yet loyal android, and the ship's computer, Athena. We have a job to guide the ship safely to our destination while everyone else is in hypersleep. We are on a journey across the cosmos to explore Alpha Centauri, seeking a new home for humanity among the stars. As we will all soon discover, a simple mission is never as simple as it seems. Episode five, Draco Arachnus. There's something that has been beating on this ship since we landed. It has been clawing and attempting to get its way inside the Odyssey. So far, it's been unsuccessful, but I don't know how much longer that's gonna last. This thing is as big as a dinosaur, not the cute little ones with feathers that eat large insects, the kind of dinosaurs that other big dinosaurs fear. We can see it on our camera system. It doesn't look like a dinosaur. It looks more like, I don't know how to explain it. It has eight legs like a spider and large wings like a dragon. It is iridescent, covered in reds, purples, and some other strange colors that I don't quite recognize. Whatever it looks like, this thing is very, very focused on getting inside this ship, so we have to figure out a way to stop that from happening. We do have some weapons on this ship, but nothing like the Ares. Now I'm not really in the frame of mind to throw a suit on and run out there and start blasting, but that might be my next step or last option. Real life is not like the movies. It's not like the old Star Trek shows where you just run around with no suit, not worrying about the air or alien species. There are other things besides big creatures that you have to worry about. There are things that are microscopic. Viruses. Bacteria. Kinds of things you don't typically hear about in sci-fi stories and movies. There might be nanoviruses that can easily go through the material on my suit. And as soon as I step out of this ship, I'm instantly infected. Infecting the whole crew. Going out is the last option. Even sending Cosmo out is probably a bad idea. Just because he's a synthetic life form doesn't mean that there isn't something waiting to crawl into every little open area and even affect his system or hitch a ride back onto the Odyssey. So, in short, we don't go outside unless we absolutely have to. Hopefully, this thing gives up and goes away. I may start having the ship emit loud frequencies and sirens. It's possible that the noise will drive the creatures away. If we could get the shields back up and operational, then this won't be a problem. Anyway, I'm going to check our weapons situation and then check in on Cosmo to see if he needs a hand working on getting as many systems back up and operational as possible. Atlas Gray out. I'm back, and there's nothing major to report. The creature seems to have lost its urge to rip the ship apart and hasn't been heard for hours. Most of the systems have yet to be repaired. The hypersleep room is fully functional, and life support overall is functional. We have gained some of our scanning capabilities back, but we are still not going anywhere anytime soon. So, we're still on plan A. Wait for Aryanova and the Hermes to rescue us. Getting some thrust would be great, but getting enough thrust to get us out of Kepler's gravity and atmosphere is another thing. Anyway, we're lucky, about as lucky as it comes. No casualties. And we have a ship on the way to hopefully save us. I have begun to comb through more of the Zentari data looking for any clues about anything. I'm beginning to think that, despite what the evidence suggests, we are dealing with more than one type of intelligent species. I understand that the odds and probabilities of that are fantastic and unlikely, but going through this data leads me to believe there's something else going on. There's more than just one species involved in this. But then again, I have nothing to back that up. At least not yet. I'm going to keep looking through the information. With the crazy spider-dinosaur monster no longer trying to rip open the ship, I think it's okay to open up the viewing deck dome and have a look outside. Like a real look outside, not just cameras. Athena, open the windows.
1: Are you sure that is a good idea,
0: Atlas? Well, how else are we going to see things coming? Anyway, we can't detect much, plus it's not every day you get to land on an alien planet in another star system. I want to see where we are and what's around us. I mean, really see with my own eyes. Wow, it's incredible. It looks, well, it kind of looks like the Amazon rainforest, but not quite. All of the trees look more like ferns. Probably not unlike the trees on Earth hundreds of millions of years ago, but more like arborescent lycophytes. To be honest, it sort of looks like what you'd expect Earth would have looked like hundreds of millions of years ago. Maybe there are many planets spread across the galaxy in the universe in the Goldilocks zone that are similar to Earth, or at least able to sustain life. Maybe they all go through a similar process or similar evolution. Why else would this planet also have things that look like trees or creatures that are very different from creatures on Earth, still having some similarities? To be honest with you, if we kept looking across the galaxy, we still might not find a planet as similar to Earth as this. Maybe we accidentally stumbled upon something here. I mean, we still need to explore and test the environment, the soil, the weather, the animals, and fauna. As of right now, I'm definitely not going out there to start investigating. I'll let the scientist on the Hermes crew do that. Hopefully, some of the Hermes science crew is awake when they reach us, and they can assess the planet. Maybe once we get more information, we can leave some crew and scientists here and continue on our mission to the other systems, you know, spreading our eggs out instead of being in one basket. Maybe on the next expedition, we find multiple planets capable of sustaining human colonies.
2: What are you doing? I thought you were going to help me. I've been down there all by myself working on getting these systems up and running, and I find you out here, standing at the window, gazing out into the jungle. And I hope you're not thinking of going out there, because if you are, you're going alone. I'm not going with you. Well, I'm not going with you willingly.
0: No, I haven't decided that. I was just thinking this might be a good place to start a new human colony.
2: Yeah, fantastic idea. Let's start a colony where there are giant spider-dragon-monster aliens trying to eat us and our ship. Good thinking, Atlas. It's a good thing they put you in charge.
0: Yeah? But who's to be certain there's not an even bigger, nastier, giant spider dragon monster alien on the next planet that can eat our ship? I mean, I guess either way, we're probably going to find out unless we're sent back to Earth, which might be likely. I mean, maybe we should go back to Earth anyway. They might need our ships.
1: Earthcom has at least 150 ships still in its fleet many of them defense ships, our four ships would not make much of a difference if it did come to combat or war with the species now on Earth. I think even in that situation, we are better off continuing on our mission by helping humans spread through the galaxy.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. And if that is the case, then this might be as good a place as any to start. Anyway, we will wait for the Hermes crew before any decisions are made.
2: That is assuming they come, can find us, and aren't also attacked by whatever attacked us.
0: Well, aren't you a bundle of optimistic sunshine, Marvin?
2: Sunshine, no. Optimistic, also no.
0: Anyway, I don't think we should go out there yet unless we have absolutely no option. Either way, I've decided I'm going to start naming things before anybody gets here because I was here first, and I'm calling that big boy that was trying to rip apart the ship a leg wing.
2: Oh, how very clever of you, a leg wing, because it has legs and wings, simply genius.
0: Fine buddy, old pal. You get to name it then, since you're clearly the expert on naming things, but I'm naming the next thing.
2: How about Dracon Arachnus?
0: Dracon Arachnus it is. Not bad, Johnny Five. Atlas Grey signing back on. Well, once again, we have a big problem. Remember the infamous Draco Arachnus that tried to get into the ship? It's back. Not only is it back, but it brought some friends. By the looks of it, there are about six to seven of these things. One of them alone wasn't able to get into the ship, but he's brought some friends and something tells me they are not going to have a problem getting in. Athena, turn the sirens on! Start blasting them with high-frequency noises, see if that'll do the trick.
1: Emitting frequency now. These creatures do not seem to be bothered by the frequency or hear it. None of them have shown any signs of being alarmed.
0: Great. Just great. Okay, so anybody got any great ideas?
1: I think our
2: only option is to get the astro suits on, load up the weapons, and try to drive these things away. If they get inside, they're going to destroy the ship completely. They're probably going to eat us whole, and most importantly, they'll probably devour the
0: crew. Okay, let's go. Let's get in the suits and load up. Athena, keep up communication with me through the earpiece in the head of the Astroflex power suit.
1: You will be in constant communication with me... If for some reason you are disconnected from the ship, there is a backup version of myself loaded into the data storage on the suit. You will not lose communication with me, no matter what.
0: Great. Let's go stop these things before they get in. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. Are you scared? Because it's okay if you're scared. This is pretty crazy what we're about to do.
2: I have a feeling you keep asking that question because you are scared.
0: Yeah, maybe. Just a little bit.
2: Yeah, maybe I am a little bit, too.
0: I didn't think androids could get scared.
2: I didn't think 14-year-old children could captain starships across the galaxy, fighting alien species. Yet here we are.
0: Fair point. Anyway, let's stick together, stay back-to-back and get these things off our ship. There's more coming. They're coming from the trees. We got the first batch off the ship, but there's more. Cosmo, keep firing!
2: What do you think I'm doing, Atlas? Asking them over for tea.
0: What is that shadow? Is that a ship?
2: Maybe the Hermes showed up. We're rescued. We're saved. Thank the galaxy.
0: I don't know. That doesn't look like one of our ships. It's massive, and it's shaped like a cube. Oh, no. Whatever
2: it is, it seems to be scaring off these alien cockroaches.
1: Atlas and Cosmo, something is happening. The ship above has put an energy beam over the ship, it is starting to move. I think they are pulling it off the ground.
0: Oh my goodness, what are they doing? They seem to be stealing our ship and our crew. Athena, can you power up the ship and try to get away?
1: The thrust system is still not functional. I have no option, no way to resist. We are now being lifted. You will not be able to reach the ship. I advise you to seek cover. As soon as I am out of range, The Athena system stored in your suit will take over. I will do what I can to keep communication with you and do everything I can to protect the crew. Maybe they think they are rescuing us. Maybe they are trying to save us.
0: Oh, God, no, they're leaving. They're leaving with my ship. They're leaving with the crew. They're leaving with the captain. They're leaving with everyone.
2: Atlas, run to the bushes. We have to get undercover. Those creatures will be back as soon as they realize the ships are gone.
1: I am here. I am in your ear. You can hear me. I'm still recording everything that happens. Cosmo is correct. You need to get out of sight. We have no option but to hope that the good Zentari ship we encountered is here and believes they are rescuing us. When they realize that you two are missing, maybe they will return.
0: How can we be sure that that is the same Zentari that we encountered, and not whatever species is invading Earth?
1: We can't. We can only hope.
0: Look! The bugs are back! They're coming our way! Cosmo run! I believe these things have jet
2: power packs on them. We need to get up into those trees and get off the ground. Do you think we'll be safe up here? We'll be safer than sitting on the ground like easy prey, waiting to be eaten by whatever
0: is down there. Athena, can we receive signals? If the Hermes sends a message to the Odyssey, would you be able to pick it up on our suits?
1: Yes, I would be able to receive any signal that the Odyssey would be able to receive. These suits have the capability of receiving signals sent from ships nearby.
0: Okay. We're going to sit here, stay put, and wait and pray that the Hermes shows up soon. I hope the crew is okay. We have to get them back. We have to get the ship back immediately. We
1: have an incoming transmission from the Hermes. Atlas, it's Aria. We were coming into the system and detected the ship. It is hovering around the planet Kepler-62F. The alien ship is distorting everything around the planet. We cannot detect the Odyssey anywhere. Where are you at? I am cautious about getting too close to this ship. I don't want to lose power or communication, and I don't want to put my crew at risk. If you are able, immediately send me a message. Let me know what's going on. Arianova out.
0: Athena, are we able to send any transmissions from this suit? One that would make it out of the planet's orbit and reach a ship that far away.
1: We can try, but it is unlikely to be received. The systems in the suits are designed to communicate with a ship directly in orbit. A ship that far away is unlikely to be able to receive anything your suits can transmit.
0: Great, so we have to wait for her to just figure out where we are? Fantastic. We need to get on that ship. We need to find out where the Odyssey is. We need to get the Odyssey back immediately. How do we get her attention?
2: We have to start broadcasting the emergency signal from the suits, and hopefully, the Hermes is able to get close enough to the planet undetected by the other ship to detect us. That is assuming that the other ship is still in the area. We don't know if it took the Odyssey and has left the system.
0: Great. They put me in charge. Not only did I lose the crew, I lost the entire ship. They would have been better off putting either of you guys in charge than me. I have made a complete mess of everything. I should have never waited around for this ship. We probably would have never been in any of this mess, this is all my fault, and I have to fix this. I have to make this right. Help me, Aryanova. You're my only hope."
1: We have another incoming transmission. Attention, insignificant beings. Your feeble
0: attempt
3: at escape from your vessel has not gone unnoticed. It is unfortunate for you, as we have deemed you worthy of our attention. Consider yourselves fortunate, for we seldom communicate with those we deem inferior. The vast cosmos births entities of varying significance, some beneficial, others inconsequential. We shall claim your vessel and transport it to our central hub. It will serve as a token of our dominance, ensuring that the humans under your command remain forever confined to the cesspool called Earth." should you persist in your futile endeavors to seize what rightfully belongs to us. Both the vessel and its feeble occupants shall vanish from existence. Our vessels have encircled your homeworld, establishing dominance over all your colonies. This is a warning. You are unwelcome in the vast expanse of the galaxy. Access is denied. Your presence is confined to your insignificant planetary abode. Your species displays a penchant for self-destruction. We shall not impede your endeavors. In fact, we endorse them. Indulge in your own demise, but comprehend that your existence extends no further than the soul system. Under the rule of the galactic dominion, we wield authority over which species may venture into the cosmic realms. Our decree is clear. You and your kind are deemed unworthy, and are barred from exploring the vastness of the galaxy. Fight your wars as you wish, destroy yourselves as you see fit, but leaving your system is no longer an option. Earth is henceforth banned and denied access to the galactic dominion.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Atlas Gray Episode 5, Draco Arachnus, presented by Many Magical Tales, written and produced by Christopher Durr.